0: All right, Jamie, the national will wait while you pick yeah, up your paperwork. I've got piece of paper. Okay, Damien, have I got you? Sorry about the long-winded yeah, hey, intro. Yeah, Kia how are you? <laughs> I'm not bad. No, were you at the Ahu Fena Awards? I think you were on I, Friday night. I,
1: I was. It's an, always an amazing uh, event and, uh, you know, great celebration of, you know, incredible stories um, of how some does this Māori land came back into Māori hands and and you know is now you know leading the way in terms of productivity, multi land use kind of options Uh great stories.
0: Yeah, great history with the trophy as well. That the winners get every second year. at sheep and beef and altern- alternates with dairy. I'm yeah, you know the story. I'm going to contradict you because they also brought in horticulture. So now it's all three oh, industries. Okay. Uh, they just do. recently.
1: Yeah. And it's a real Bledisloe cup. It makes the other one look a little um, minute, really, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, well, it was presented or gifted by Lord Bledisloe, who was the Governor General at the time. And I was just reading, and I've left that piece of paper, unfortunately, it's in my office, me. and it would be rude of me to run out and grab it again. It The would. history of the cup or the trophy, because it's been lost. Um, it's, it's been, been burnt in a down. pub fire. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like the uh, records of the Riversdale Rugby Club burnt in a pub fire. We weren't even sure when our centenary was. Anyhow, Damien, so that's the good news. You were there supporting farming there. The bad news is, was it last week or the week before? Last week you said the groundswell protest was embarrassing. Is that the way to win friends and influence people?
1: Well, telling the truth. I mean, people want honest politicians. They don't always want honesty. And, and I'm sure they would have rather had more people there. That's why I made the point. It doesn't mean to say that it detracted from you know, what they were saying and, and you know, some of it was good and some of it I disagreed with. Um, but, but that's why I made it. It was an, an honest comment about the numbers of people who turned up.
0: Why don't you engage with Groundswell more readily?
1: Um, look, I, I have met and spoken with them, but you know, they're they connected to other groups, connect to them. And I, I don't agree with what they're saying. And there are uh, elected industry leaders who we meet with and speak with and many farmers who contact me on many occasions. So I don't feel I'm disconnected.
0: See, have you um, alienated yourself now from the likes of Beef and Lamb New Zealand? We'll ask Nikki Hislop this one uh, shortly on the show. And Dairy NZ, I know Federated Farmers, if we can find Andrew Hoggard. I mean, he's a bit fired up. I reckon he's about to blow a valve
1: look I think it's really important you ask Nikki if she's read through both the documents and she can point to the wording where there's major issues here there are questions around the sequestration um, and acknowledgement of the technical challenges around you know measuring that and not making it too uh, complicated for farmers and of course the one of, of a committee that would recommend where the money goes government's not going to determine where it goes um, so, so you know there's there's a bit of misinformation or misinterpretation of well, what is actually in the document so it's really important well, I've read know, her I've read right. her
0: column in the Otago Daily Times and this is what I'll reference when I chat to her she's, and to quote her, extremely this is Beef and Lamb New Zealand, extremely disappointed that the government has put forward a proposal that does not reward and incentivise the plantings that farmers have done and continue to do so because I reckon you guys are dumb Damien I reckon you're really no, dumb No, no it's no just let me finish, just let me Finish. No, you aren't. If you'd, if, you, if you'd agree to everything that the industry no, no, good bodies and the, pr- the rural trees. sector, turn them down for a moment, Rowena, if you'd listened <laughs> to everything that the sector had put forward and ticked it off, you'd be have no problem.
1: Hold on, Hey, Walker. The, the document says there's a lot of scientific work needs to occur in terms of analysing the sequestration rates, and the, and if we're going to put this in the ETS, they say that themselves. We reinforce that, and then the document did did say these are the areas where we don't think, uh, you know, that we can do this. The question is is this approach to sequestration right And farmers? And many people say, no, it's not right, we need to include it. I agree with them, we do need to include all of that, but we've got to go through the scientific process of making sure that we've got the figures accurate and that when they fall over or blow down... Then, then you know, farmers are going to have to pay that back. Making sure the system is not so complex as to make it.
0: Well, he, uh, Damien, here's a eureka important. moment for you. Why not wait until you've got the science right around sequestration before you put the farmers into the emission tax or, or tax them well, on well, carbon? Wouldn't that it, be a sensible thing to do?
1: A lot of it, and so, so we're bringing it in in 2025. There's a lot of work going on, and tax the taxpayers are putting a lot of money into further ongoing research and development in this area. And and it was recommended that it might be until 2027 before we get all of this ironed out. The question of whether you could then retrospectively bring it back in is, I think, a discussion we have to have. These are the things that we're working through. Jamie, I, I apologise. I, I would love to continue. I've got to go down and speak in the House. Um, it's the introduction of the organics bill, so you'd be really pleased to hear that. And it is about...
0: Okay, 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 you're not ducking for cover but listen, I want to throw one thing at you you're down in the house today that FPA legislation goes through I can hear the bell calling you to get down there but is this just going back to compulsory unionism the dark old days of the 70s and 80s, particularly like the meat industry
1: No it isn't, but I'll tell you one of the big challenges we have is attracting and retaining people, it's a very competitive world out there to get the best people we need them in our area and we need to look after them, and I think that you know what People will are paying now. In some instances, it goes way beyond uh, you know what we've considered in the past. You know, people who are good workers are going to you know have reasonable expectations and are going to have to deliver on it.
0: I would have thought the market's probably paying people enough now, simply because there's the uh, the boot is on the foot of the worker rather than the employer at the moment. But I'll let you go and do the vote so You can vote in vote in compulsory unionism this afternoon.
1: I've got to go and speak. Thanks, Jamie. So there
0: we go, Damien O'Connor. I didn't even get a chance, Rowena, to mention the Teslas. Oh, you didn't. You didn't.